Hello, and welcome back to episode two of Who Knows with Brenda McClory. For episode two, I have my good friend Connor Brennan on. We talk about all sorts of things from books to movies to whether or not everyone in the world is stupid but Connor. If you like this episode, feel free to rate it five stars. Feel free to subscribe. Feel free to tell strangers about it as you walk past them on the street. And yeah, let's do this thing. Yeah. So what's up? Welcome back. Well, yeah. Welcome back to who knows. Um, the, it's good the, to be back. Yeah. The the re-recording. Studio's got some uh, new additions. Brendan's got a very nice bookshelf. So I, I know I'm sitting down with somebody who's learned, not not some jabroni. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I'm trying to put off. I just want to have that or got uh, box that air, of, air of authority. <laughs> we got a box of tissues in between us. Yeah. In case you unzip me today. <laughs> but yeah, well, in like last time we were talking this was like a couch and a chair. Yeah. And like an extension cord for the recorder and it was just, it just kind of had like a, a a prison vibe, so I tried to make it a little more homey. Yeah, I like it. A couple of conversation pieces here and there. Sure. You know, like yeah. you said, make people think I'm smart. <coughs> a lot of books here. It was... Board games? Yeah, it was a bitch moving all these books out here, actually. It took me like a good four hours to get all these... Uh, everything all settled. Because, oh, of bet. course, I had to like reorganize and be like, oh, all my Stephen King needs <laughs> to go with the Stephen King. See, I don't keep books in uh, in alphabetical order. I keep all my records in alphabetical order, but books I just toss wherever. I'll keep authors together, but... Yeah. So, yeah, I try to do, like, almost like genres. Like, those are all my children's books that my mom, like, literally every every single year my mom buys me a children's book for Christmas. Because she's, like, it's, like, cute. And, like, I don't know. Tell Despero is still one of my favorite books. Of all time. Easy. Yeah. It's great. I, I think I read that in like seventh grade and then I read it. We were talking about it and I read it like again in like. Yeah. Like a two or three days. It's like triple spaced. Yes. 14 size font. You can a picture every third page. You blow through it in a couple hours. Yeah. But it's like a, it's a legit story. It's not like a, a children's book where you're like, oh, this is just like boring. Yeah. It's like an actual. So a pretty good. Line. Yeah. Got a Newbery Prize, I think. Yeah, I think it did. I think yeah. he had a bunch of awards. Kate uh, something, some Italian. DiCamillo, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Some um, Italian. But yeah. But honestly, my, I think my mom has a good point when it comes to like children's books. It's like, I mean, you look at it and you're like, oh, this actually has like a message. I mean, I think we might have talked about it last time, but I was obsessed with Road Doll. Oh, yeah, you did tell me that obsessed like I, I remember uh, like mom like I wouldn't read anything else until I read like all of his sure. books he was like my guy I didn't get into authors like that until I was out of high school I didn't really read much in high school or like young I read that pretty young but uh, later than The Giving Tree I don't really remember reading anything else when I was little did you have like a uh, like a reading program at school yeah and I always bullshitted it 
Did you? <laughs> yeah, big time. See, I was like the nerd that like people would like tell me to take tests for them. I would go out of the way to find like the dusty old book in the library <laughs> yeah. that, that I knew nobody knew what it was. I remember one of them was like the kid who ran for president or something. Yeah, yeah. And the beginning, it's just like, now you can't go to the end and peek because you have to hear my whole story because they're writing it as like the perspective as the kid. Right. And he wins or something. I immediately go all the way to the back and then like in asterisks at the top of the page, it says like, you peaked. That's so funny. It's like, God damn it. How do they know? <laughs> how do they know that I looked? I think they might have made that into a movie. I'm actually, I need to look that up. I'm sure it was a garbage movie. I can't. I can't remember the. I didn't read the book. No, I've read about the kid four who, pages. The kid who would be king was the movie. Oh yeah. Maybe it was an adaptation. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, a lot of. Uh, I was the kid with like a flashlight under my covers. Like my mom was like, "Go to bed," and I'm like, "Come on, just one more chapter." Yeah. Most kids were like playing <laughs> Pokemon, and I'm like reading Aragon. That was that was my other book series of my youth. The whole uh the whole Aragon the series. Whole, uh, dragon stuff. Christopher Paulini. Sure. Good stuff. Yeah. Magic and dragons and stuff. It was right up my alley. Got me nice and set up for Game of Thrones. Sure. And then they made a movie and absolutely butchered it to death. I think I remember that. What was that one book? Um it was like it was a book that was like a fantasy book, but then they get sucked into the world or something of the fantasy. Oh, Journey to the Center of the Earth? No, no, no. It was, I don't remember. The guy who played Gollum was in the movie, and he was the bad guy, I think. I don't know. It was dog shit. I had to read it in like grade school. And I went <laughs> and saw it in like the theater, and the movie was just as bad as the book. I have no idea. Yeah, Move I don't on. either. <laughs> <coughs> that dude's in so much stuff, though. He's, He's the he 13 going on 30. He is? Yes. You know he's Caesar in Planet of the Apes? Yes. He's like a renowned like body yes. whatever animator. I yeah. Know, I don't know what you call it when he puts the suit on. Yeah, he's he always wears those ping pong balls. That's yeah. what he's known for. Yeah. But I don't think they had anybody like that until he played Gollum. Right. Like, and then he came in and blew everybody's mind. Because that's, I mean... Andy it's Serkis. one thing to like be a good actor and be like, "Oh, I'm sad now," yeah. but like this dude's turning into like different creatures yeah. and like and like crawling around on his fist. <laughs> yeah, like r- right, right. And like zoologists, I was watching an interview and they're like, "Yeah, it's like actually like he does a really good job with it. Like yeah. the way he like walks, like with his arms out. It's like yeah, that's like how how these monkeys are walking around." That guy. Studied monkeys for he, he had to study monkeys. Definitely, for definitely. That uh, I feel like that's when you can tell an actor is incredibly good. It's like when they like with uh, Christian Bale. There's this thing that he helped Adam McKay realize he was having a heart attack. Adam McKay, he, he did was the director of Vice. Yes, and he did uh, Big Short. Big right? Short, yeah. Talladega Nights. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because who's He's the guy he always works with? Well, him and Will Ferrell had like yes. a, they have a production company. Yes. Funny or Die. Um, he does Funny or Die, but it's like That's not something a Sanchez. Okay. It's like the production company. I don't know. But what was I saying? You were talking about he realized someone had a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Adam McKay had a heart attack, but he just felt like he had a stomach ache. <laughs> and Christian Bale was like, wait, well, I've been, because I guess fucking... Dick Cheney had like 10 heart attacks or something crazy. 
You've seen the movie, or maybe like five. I actually haven't seen that movie. Um, when he was researching it, he found out that like a lot of the symptoms, you won't really like your body won't necessarily go numb, but you'll feel like you're nauseous, like you're gonna throw up and like right. start dry heaving. And he learned that researching Cheney for Vice. So then they were like on set, and McKay had to stop, and he was like. <laughs> I feel sick. Yeah. Christian Bale is like a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Like, go, go to the doctor. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? And like, he had a heart attack. That's bananas. Yeah. I love when like you hear about people that like go to the doctor and the doctor's like, yeah, well you had a stroke <laughs> and people are like, what? <laughs> I thought like, that well, was just here? a coughing fit. We, you know, could be a good, uh, Good little discussion right now is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, because is it you and I who have have beef with him, or is it uh, I? I just don't think he's like the greatest of all time, like okay. everyone thinks he is. Like people see that he's in a movie and they're like, "Oh, that movie's awesome!" And it's like, well, think of his yeah. roles, and like ninety percent of the time he's just playing like a rich asshole oh yeah that's where we have beef because you think he's like typecasted and yeah. i'm like dude i don't think he's doing dude. anything crazy revenant okay he ate a heart like he <laughs> yeah was just but, a pissed off dad the whole time yeah but he like okay so you take wolf of wall street and then the revenant like i get it i get it roles, that like gatsby and wolf of wall street and like aviator aviator i mean i guess he had like well, See, but he's like a manic depressive, like genius in Aviator. I I don't see as much versatility in that as, as I do other actors. <laughs> like who? Well, I mean, we could talk about that all day. <coughs> Lately, I've been a big fan of um, Michael Stolberg. Who was that? He was the dad and called me by your name. He was like the Russian scientist and fucking um, that movie with the. Squid guy that won Best Picture, Shape of Water. I never saw that. Serious Man. He played the main character. Um, I don't. I don't recognize this guy. He's been in a ton of stuff. I liked Call Me by Your Name. He was the dad in it. I. Li- I. Yeah. I. I'm like. Oh, he was in. Uh, well, of course, this is. He was in the Post. What? What? Who did he play in the Post? I don't know. He's one of the editors. I love that movie. I didn't really care for it. I that movie was, was I, I, that got me like jacked up about like <laughs> journalists. I was like, go. I was kind of bored. I don't know. Wasn't that Steven sick. Spielberg? Yeah. I'm getting sick of like the, all the like movies about like it's, is it, are they making this movie because they want to make this movie or is it propaganda piece? Well, you that's know. yeah. It's, it sucks that it's a reality that I go into literally everything thinking that. Yeah. You know, I see a documentary on veganism and I'm like, well, who funded it? And it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. But like, like, like what was your favorite movie this year? This year? We always talk about movies. There's never a time where me and you hang out where we're not talking about movies. Um, probably marriage story i just watched it on netflix marriage story yeah it it did like a limited release just like irishman and then it's adam driver and scarlett johansson and it's just like their marriage and them coping with divorce i need to look into that no Baumbach, writer director good yep. for him love that guy it's getting a bunch of buzz that was probably my favorite i like the irishman a lot i like the white house a lot 
I hated. I fucking hated Joker. You thought Joker was trash. I, I keep hearing people talking shit about the Irishman, and I don't understand it. You watched it, right? Yes, I loved it. it I texted you after. I was like, dude, that was like a solid nine point five. Yeah, it was like the like it was a it was three and a half hours, but it was a fast three and a half hours. Right. At no point was I looking at my phone or like hitting pause to see how much time was left. No, no. No, I was I was I mean, the entire time. I will say there was more than once that I was like, "Wow, this movie is like not wrapping up anytime soon." <laughs> yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I, it it was more of like, "Oh, that like I'm excited by that rather than yeah. oh, like I I'm still got stuck 40 here. minutes of this right. left. Like, fuck, let's go. Like, Instead yeah. of like, oh, god damn it, I have 40 minutes left. Right. I'm concerned about people's attention spans if you yeah. can't sit for, you three know, and three and a half yeah. hours. And watch people like killing each other. <laughs> like yeah. it's not like it's like about you know accounting. Yeah. Like it's literally this dude that's murdering people. But yeah, I, like it was just like a Scorsese movie. It was just like a good movie, and I just don't accept it if you think that it's not a good movie. People are like, oh, it sucked. Like my brother, he's like, it sucked. He's yeah, like, it was, was nothing awesome. I expected it the to only be. Thing I was like, I was well, a that's disappointed your fault. With was the soundtrack. Usually Scorsese has. Stones everywhere, you know, George Harrison songs all over the place and fucking like Casino, like Yeah. He's got a Devo Stones cover playing when like somebody's getting shot to death. Yeah. The, well like which I get it for this one because a lot of it took place a lot earlier, so you would have had to use like swing music, you know. Right. Not necessarily, I guess, but that didn't make me dislike the movie. I was I, just expecting a bigger soundtrack. See, and people always talk about, like, music soundtracks, and I, like, always am kind of lost because I don't, like, I really don't, like, think about it. Like, I'm not like, oh, this song is playing right now. Oh, it's just like a... I mean, like... I mean, certain, certain movies, Think of the ending like, of Layla, the piano part, playing in Goodfellas. Yes. Where it's just like, Jimmy wanted to separate himself from, yeah, yeah. from everybody, like, yeah. with the Lufthansa heist, and then fucking two dead guys in a meat truck, two, two dead right. guys in their car, like, certain songs I hear, and you see that scene, for me at least, it, like, I don't, like, yeah, like the song in Silence of the Lambs. What song? When he's putting the lipstick on. Would you fuck me? See, I <laughs> don't, like, I don't remember oh what song God. it was. It's uh, Goodbye Horses by something. Something Lazarus. Like, of course, there's like certain scenes in movies that it's like, okay, this scene is like revolving around this song. Like, this song is like integral to the scene. But like, most of the time, I'm like so into like what's happening on the screen that it's just. Titan soundtrack? What about that one? (laughs) See? That's another one. When they're at football camp, they finally are all buddies. I actually don't know if I've ever seen Remember Jesus the Jesus H. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know. And How it's one of have to watch that like 10 times in school? I don't know. It was like the easiest movie to watch to like figure out what racism was and like yeah. how you overcome well, it. Well, see, that's the thing. I've like, I've seen, I feel like I've seen snippets of it so oh much God. that I've like pieced together the movie, but like. Like I've seen, I've definitely seen the scene where he like, and me and Connor, if you hear this the whole time, yeah, got we some, both have Yetis. I got some our... coffee and a Yeti. <laughs> it's a little loud. Um, but like I've seen the scene where he's like, "That's my brother," you know, like the corniest yeah, scene of like all time. The very beginning of the movie, he won't shake 
the guy's hand because he's a black guy and like he is racist. Okay, and see. End of the movie, like guy puts his hand out and he's like, "Get that hand out of here!" Like they hug instead, you know? Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah, it's completely ridiculous, right. but it's great. I got your back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's that movie. Just it's it has never been like, oh yeah, I really want to watch that. No, you know? I, I haven't thought that since like grade school. But the soundtracks. There's a scene where they're singing fucking Ain't No Mountain High in the locker room. I've seen that, too. The and there's the fat guy. Yeah, the fat guy. Yeah. And, like, the guy from California with the long hair. Yes. Yeah. See? like it's iconic. I have, uh, I have little pieces. But that fat guy is actually an American History X, and he does a great job. I haven't seen that in a very long time. That movie's bananas. Yeah, it is. And I was watching an interview with Edward Norton. And that was, like, a complete risk for him. He, like, that was, like, his buddy who was directing a movie, and, like, there was, like, almost no budget, and it was, like... Was that after or before uh, Fight Club? Because they're both from the After. 90s. Yeah, after, okay. So, that was the thing. I think he did Fight Club, and then he was, like, okay, what's the move? Yeah. Uh, this is, like, a career-defining moment. And I think he said he was trying to get a movie with Scorsese. He was gotcha. trying to get... I don't know, but like, you know, Brad Pitt or something got, or not Brad Pitt, like uh, Matt Damon got a part or something. I don't know. The Departed, maybe? Okay. I think that was like 06. Um, but yeah, he was like, so yeah, I just like, he wanted to like kind of showcase his versatility as an actor and like, he yeah, was like, well, crazy. I'm going to be a skinhead Nazi <laughs> in a movie and yeah, I guess there's <laughs> nothing I can't do after that. Yeah. I mean, thinking of him going from like that to like all his roles in Wes Anderson movies like right you love Wes Anderson yeah it's my favorite director really yeah favorite writer easy why because it's just like fun his movies are like fun to me they're like oh let's go on an adventure like you know but most of them are like super fun on the surface (laughs) and then you think about them a little bit and they're incredibly depressing well like Grand Budapest Hotel that movie it's like five different. Uh, have you ever seen it? Mm-hmm. I'll so show like your house. Starts, oh yeah. It's, so it starts with like the girl reading the book, the Grand Budapest Hotel, and then it cuts to like an older version of the author saying like, "Yeah, I spent some time at this hotel, which was like rundown and uh, decrepit, kind of bizarre." And while I was there, I met this guy who I guess owned it. And then he tells me about how, like, when he was younger, he was bellboy there. And then, like, that's most of the story. Right. It's got, like, five layers. Like, each one has, like, a different color scheme, which I noticed. Like, the one with the older author is, like, that painting. Like, it's all orange and yellow, which maybe I'm fucking looking way too deep into it. But, like, you're supposed to feel agitated, right? Because it's, like, colors like that. Yeah, okay. When it's like the part with Edward Norton and F. Murray Abraham, it's like cool blues and like pinks and super light. And it's, I don't know, I would assume it's got some sort of like happy right. subconscious. Well, and that's kind of the thing <coughs> with thing like behind re- it. really good directors is there's nothing in their movies that they haven't thought out yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, and, if you, and then like the most depressing scene in that movie is black and white, like absence of color, right? But... That if you watch like behind the scenes, like 
there's like scenes where like they hold up a paper to say like this character's dead and then there's just like a bunch of fake little bullshit like other articles yes and yes. if you watch like the behind the scenes it's like no Wes goes and writes those yeah as if there's other things going on in this fake world you that told me that for this movie yeah like he sits there and types up an entire newspaper worth of phony articles yeah probably the pages behind it are all <laughs> yeah, full too just for this <laughs> making fake ads and who knows what yeah like they're they're that's the thing they're not like oh yeah just like throw that book like let's just use that yeah. it's like everything's like no i want like in the screenplay he'll put like a green book with yeah. you know and then that's where the whole rest of the production comes into play yeah rushmore favorite movie that's a great Both movie. Time. That's a great movie. <laughs> it's it's incredibly funny. One of the best best scene of that movie is when like Luke Wilson comes in because he's like a surgeon. Yeah, and uh, that's the girl's boyfriend, yeah, right? Yeah, at yeah, the yeah, time. yeah. And like Jason Schwartzman's character is like in love with the teacher. Luke Wilson's dating the teacher. He comes in with scrubs on. <laughs> yes, yeah. And he's like, "Hey, nice nurses outfit, guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, "These are our scrubs." And he goes, "Oh." Are they? <laughs> oh man! The look time. he gives him—he's like, "Oh, are uh, yeah. like so unimpressed." Yeah. yeah, and he's like fifteen. Looks around for like people to laugh <laughs> yeah. with, and yeah. nobody's laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a great part. That's uh, <coughs> you think that's Bill Murray's his uh, his best best work? I honestly, that's, I feel. With, his, with Wes Anderson? No, period. That movie? Because he, that was one of his more, like, of course he does, like, the slapsticky, like, yeah. you know, Ghostbusters, you know, but. um, I don't know, because I've never seen Razor's Edge, which I guess a, a lot of people think is, like, his best. Because I guess he wasn't going to make Caddyshack unless the production company or something agreed to make Razor's Edge afterwards. He was like, I'm not going to really? play. He was like, I'm not going to play the idiot again unless you help me make this movie afterwards. Because it's based on some like Western philosophy book. I'm sorry, Eastern philosophy book. And yeah, I got I got to see it. So I don't know compared to that. Um, I just, I feel like I haven't, I'm not very well versed in Bill Murray. I saw St. Vincent. He was pretty good in that. You're going to yell at me, but I've also never seen Ghostbusters. Really? Yeah. That's pretty bananas. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I don't... Who are I, you? I, I honestly, I this could make... This podcast is over. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you I, c- I could make a list of a hundred movies that I haven't seen that people would be yeah. upset at me about. I got one for you. What? I've never seen The Lion King. Yeah. We've talked... Yeah, that's... I don't that's know ridiculous. I don't know why. Just don't because that's interest. all I've watched. <laughs> Like my childhood was actually it bad be worse on repeat. If I told you I've seen Lion King one and a half, but not Lion King. <laughs> At least I've seen neither. Yeah, that would probably be worse, right? You need to watch Lion King. Yeah, and I'll watch. See, we'll give each other assignments because I used to watch Lion King on repeat. Like that was like my VHS, like little kid with Cheeto fingers <laughs> shove it in the VHS player and just knock out to it. Mine was uh I liked Peter Pan a lot. I liked The Sword in the Stone, which nobody's ever heard of. It's like a low budget Disney movie. It was like animated, but that and The Fox and the Hound. 
love the Fox and the Hound. I would sob like yep. a little bitch every, every time. time. I'd watch it every day, and I'm like, my ma would be like, "Why do you want to watch this? It's going to end up with you crying." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Why do you want to put yourself through this and every day? I would insist. That movie is yeah. That's like an M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> But yeah, Peter Pan's another one that's like it's a children's book. But if you look deeper into it, you're like, holy shit! Yeah, it's, you ever like, see Hook? Yes, love Hook. Love Hook. Hook is great. Robin Williams, love Dustin that. Hoffman. The uh, the food fight with the pretend. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. But like, yeah, it's like Peter Pan never wants to grow up, and everyone else is like, hey man, like we're we're we're, we're out of here, <laughs> like. Well, yeah, I was, I don't know why I was thinking about it like a while ago. I was like, cause I, oh, I remember saying like at high school, I was like that, like angsty, like, oh, I'll never get like a real job. I'll never like, you really? know, yeah. Oh my God. I'm still like that. But like, there's a certain point where it's like, dude, like I, I, you have to grow up at some sure. point. Like you, you have to yeah, at, was... at, at a certain level. Man, imagine if we knew each other in high school, that would have been bananas. Yeah. It, we <laughs> might be dead. Honestly, <laughs> maybe. I was, I was pretty, I was pretty anti-establishment, but uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, somebody recently told me that I'm not calm; I'm calculated. And uh, I agree with that. I think it's first. I was a little offended, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, you can be calm and still be calculated. Cool, yeah. calm, calculated. Cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. Connor. But Connor, the, the big five C. Whoa! Right there. there you go. Um. But yeah, I would agree with that. You're, I there's never a point where I can look at you and think that there's not like a computer just like just like making old, all the it's a super old fax machine. <laughs> yeah, dial up. Yeah. yeah, and if you can't tell, I also have a stuffy nose. Hence the tissues between us. Me too. A friend of mine has mono. My sister has pink eye. Oh God. Yeah. Farting on her pillow, brother. <laughs> she come on, aren't you a little she, old for that? She texted me and my brother and said, "Who farted <laughs> on my pillow?" Because we always used to say that to one another, and we always used to actually fart on each other's pillows when we were super little. Because yeah, that's just the house we grew up in. Sure, I uh, I was talking to a guy that I work with yesterday. He was telling me some like crazy story about the hell they used to put his little brother through. I remember locking my sister out of the house once in like the dead of winter when she was in like volleyball shorts and like a tank top. <laughs> yeah. Like 10 degree weather. Oh, out God. Because she's going to run the garbage can or the garbage just to the can at the end of the curb. So the second she fucking went out the door, I locked the door. Justice. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing that, you know, pissed me off. So right. That day, but yeah, I just stood on the other end of the door just laughing and she was like freaking out. And uh, arm goes through the window, blood everywhere. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that I, story took a turn. <laughs> I was not expecting I, that. Uh, my parents were not happy. Hospital visit or what? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You stink. You stink yeah. for that. No, I, uh, my brother's six years older than me. And I remember there was one time where he, his buddy Jeff, was over. And we were, all, the three of us were wrestling. They were like super into like WWE, so they're like like smashing chairs off their like like they're like twelve and I'm six, so 
they're like smashing chairs and we used to have these like lightsabers and we used to like me and my brother used to like like do lightsaber battles and it would just mean him just clubbing the shit out of me for 45 minutes He'd be like and we used to have this go to, go to school people think your parents beat you <laughs> yeah yeah we used to have this star wars book and it had like the moves like how to block certain attacks he'd be like you need to study it you need to be like dude like like this dude was smacking my wrist with a reed like every time i messed up give me a homework on star wars <laughs> yeah blocking yeah the it was yeah it was like a star wars like encyclopedia with like with all the moves in what, it what to do if he comes at you with this strike yeah no actually but they were pictures they weren't like it was like a guy with like a spinning motion and the guy was like jumping over the lightsaber brennan you have to be able to do a five foot vertical leap so like that so we were wwe wrestling and i was on my hands and knees after had being pummeled for 15 minutes I, his friend, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, full-on kicks me in the face. Kicks me in the face. I I go down, and he, like, kicked me in the mouth. And I go down, and I'm just gushing blood. And I look up, and both of my front teeth are missing. So, oh, so I run to the bathroom, and, like, my brother's like, oh, oh, my God, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. Of course. Jeff looks down at his leg. My two front teeth are embedded in his leg, oh like boy. in his shin. Are these baby teeth? Yes, oh, thankfully. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, that was an intense moment. That was that was growing up with with my older brother. Oh man, that was the worst. And my dad, no sympathy at all. Just like <laughs> Matt hit me, he goes hit him back. You know, he was that guy. Oh, yeah. So, but then I got to like eighth grade freshman year and it was like no longer worth it for my brother to do anything because I could actually inflict some pain. So, yeah, I was tortured until that point. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Shout out, Matt. He actually wants to come on the podcast, so we'll have him on eventually. Yeah. Life and times of Matt McClory. Yeah. The whole audience will love him, I'm sure, after the story I just told to represent his character he should have studied up he was giving you the answers honestly <laughs> yeah well that's the thing he always framed it like that yeah he was always like i'm just trying to like make you stronger like we were like just dorks just like <sighs> he had like his green lightsaber i had mine i was like i'm sorry i'll be better use the force <coughs> that's always like a terrible situation when you have a little cousin like just really pissing you off and you're only a couple years older than them. Yep. And they ra- want to wrestle or something and you wrestle, but then they end up getting hurt and it's like, oh, fuck. Like, please don't tell your mom. Yeah. They're sobbing. Yeah. Like, like, be quiet. You're going to, everybody's going to start looking over Seriously, here. Seriously. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And then you like kind of hurt them more <laughs> just trying to get them to shut up just like a little bit, like a shoulder grab. Yeah. It's like, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I feel like, like, when was the last time you saw, like, some little kids, like, fighting? Like, play fighting? Um, I feel like that's kind of gone by the wayside. I think so, too. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah. <coughs> like, now they it's just like, play Fortnite with each other. It, yeah. And, I mean, I don't... I don't... I'm on Instagram, but pretty much everything else I don't have, right? I'm 
I might delete that. I don't really. I feel like I'm on Why? Too, Why aren't you on, on it too much? That. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're telling me. But I don't know. Facebook, I never used it. Right? And there was this one, like, I still had it when I was working at the other hotel. And whenever somebody would, like, take lunch, you know, you just leave, you put your phone up, watch, like, an episode of something, take a half hour, take a 45 minute break, like, and then you go back up front and, like, I go to get napkins or some shit and I come back and like, I just left my phone playing and it's like paused. I was like, Oh, must've just shut itself off or something. And then like a week and a half later, I get a text from my boss at the time. He's like, do you, uh, how, how much uh, attention did that Facebook status get? And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I haven't been on Facebook in like two months. Uh. (laughs) He's like, you should check your Facebook. Like, what the fuck? So I check, and it was something. It it said, like, I don't know why, but I really love a good stinky butthole. Just like, so, <laughs> so it, was, it was like, we, like he was, it was a sixth grader. Yeah, yeah. made a status for me. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. That's funny, actually. So, I would, I would have thumbs, I thumbs that up. Yeah. It had, like, four likes and <laughs> yeah. a comment from my aunt that says, like, you should keep this stuff to yourself. And I'm like, thanks. David that is like, hilarious <laughs> thanks for that sto- I'm just deleting this because I never fucking use it right I don't know Twitter I I dumped it when I was in high school you know the whole impeachment oh and yeah and then I was back on it and I made I made like my new name something really stupid it was like STL conformist like gotta love that one of the teachers that really liked me like pulled me aside he was like hey they're still watching you like they saw that new facebook or twitter name you made like yeah you should probably uh not keep that around i was like all right fuck it like i'll just delete it and i might have gone back on in like college but so you've had it to come back and bite you multiple times yeah i mean i was asking for punishment at a certain point you know but (laughs) (laughs) why were you you what why are you you were just tweeting about like your teachers like oh this it yeah i mean it's a pretty long story but uh yeah i ended up deleting it i made it i don't know it was like the, you know you sign the internet user agreement which nobody reads or i don't know if you had to do that at rita i think we did basically like i won't cyber bully right i'm not gonna do this it was like i you know i joked about like the weird lunch lady and like called the vice principal a douchebag on several occasions <laughs> yeah that one was fun when like i got called into the office and he's sitting two feet on my left sure with the tweets printed out <laughs> with the t- tweets printed out and uh yeah my principal's in front of me like where you are and yeah he's yeah. just like october 7th 2018 or whatever uh, it was 2012 yeah you called uh you said ward for biggest douchebag goes to dan turney and that was our VP. I was like, yep, and he's just fucking shooting daggers into the side of, of my face. Snapchat, I don't know why I deleted that. I just got bored of it. I made it. Yeah, Snapchat's Snapchat's the only one that I'm like, eh, I don't have a love-hate relationship with this. I actually I, I made another one like two it. months ago. And uh, I think I sent out one Snapchat, and I was like, I still don't like this, so I just deleted it. And half the shit, I yeah, feel like... I remember I'm, you added me, and I was pumped, and then you weren't on it anymore. I, f- I don't know. I feel like I'm too long gone. I don't I'm not, I don't understand anything. Like, 
that one picture with the that, meme, the like, meme culture. The, yeah, like the picture with the guy, and then it's like him walking with a girl, and then he like turns around. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, like I he's like it. staring at yeah. the yeah. What that one doesn't make any sense to me. Baby Yoda doesn't make any fucking sense to me. What the hell? Well, is that? do you have Disney Plus? No, I don't have Disney Plus. What? I'm not four years old. Well, my sister has it. That's why I have it. So, <laughs> but Baby Yoda's just—it's like a character in the new Star Wars thing, Mandalorian, which sucks. But also, <laughs> that's why I texted you the other day because John Favreau is like responsible for it. Have you ever seen the shows or the not the show? The that—that's a fucking pet peeve of mine. What? When there's like a movie on and somebody walks in and they're like, oh, I love this show. It's not a show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a yeah, movie. Yeah. Call it a movie. That's just, that's a dad mom thing for sure. What show are you guys watching? Like, oh, did you guys see that show? Yeah, yeah. The Irishman? Like, oh, it's a show because there's yeah. more than one. Well, like when my dad goes to the movies, he'll say, I'm, I'm, we're going to the show. Yeah, but that that's a different sentence than... Like, have you guys seen that show when they're talking about a film? Right. I guess. Yeah. Drives me bananas. <laughs> <laughs> nuts. You know what else I hate? I hate the word oftentimes. God, do I Isn't hate that Isn't that two word. words? It's one word. Oftentimes? Yes. Hate it. Why? I just don't like it. I feel like every time somebody uses it, it's... Well, oftentimes. It's, no, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like it's somebody who doesn't know how to be articulate and they just... Well, oftentimes... Oh, um, yeah. It's just like a crutch phrase. Yeah. yeah. Just like, Where hey, they don't oh, if say, I say um, this. They don't want to say um or like. So... You know what I've noticed? That's the filler. People using the word prerogative. Sure. So prerogative is just a synonym for like a right. Yeah. So like I have... It's my prerogative to walk down to the street. Vote. Yeah. Yeah. And like people misuse that all the time. It's like every, livid. Like every time I hear someone say it, I'm like... Mm. But I also, I don't want to be that douche that like, well, actually, <laughs> well, oftentimes people misuse prerogative. <laughs> it's like livid. When did that become such a big word? Yeah. And it, nobody can be mad anymore or angry. No, never. Right. I, they were livid. They're so livid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so livid. I misspelled my fucking name wrong on the Starbucks sticker. I'm like, yeah. I was livid. Yeah. Livid okay. to me is like shaking mad yeah like can't control yourself yeah, like you're strangling somebody and they're pulling three people are pulling you off them yeah yeah that's livid yes attempted murder is livid <laughs> that's, that's livid yeah i agree people should just be better yeah i don't know i feel like a lot of people are really dumb and then they do you think a lot of people are really dumb, though? Maybe dumb isn't the word that is appropriate. Maybe they're ignorant. It just... I've worked in two hotels now for, what, five years? Six years, yeah. maybe? And that is the... You know, it's... That's what I've noticed most, is that people, when they can't understand something, they just get mad. Like 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 a childish, like... <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Like a temper tantrum type mad. It's, I don't know. It's yeah, you see I mean, a lot of, fascinating, you see, a, you honestly see a lot of human behavior in a hotel because yeah. that's like 
what you're doing. I remember. Well, I remember. and you were working behind a front desk of a hotel for a long time, which for like a year and a half on midnights. Yeah, was, that was. I mean, that was pretty fascinating. But <coughs> I don't know. Like, I remember a woman coming in. Right, you're in the, we were. I was in the financial district, so it, everything's closed after five o'clock because all the businesses close at five o'clock. So people expect it to be Chicago, like fucking New York's cousin. You know, doesn't sleep, but right. you're in the banking section. Right, banks are only open for eight hours a day. Right, honey. Like, I remember a woman coming in, like panicked, that there wasn't anything in the area that was open to get her something to eat. I was like, you can just go on your phone, right, and use an app. And like, this woman was having a meltdown. It was incredible. Like, I wasn't even upset by it. It was just right. <laughs> it was like, fascinating to see. Like, right. you're probably somebody's mother, and you were acting like a child right yeah, now because seriously. you're so hungry. Like, come on, that's tough. Because then you're as the service industry representative. You're sure. responsible for like, oh, well, I can help you. Yeah. Yeah, there's a fine line there. I don't know. You just don't, don't you feel like, I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling here. I've had a lot of coffee today. But you don't think that a lot of people are just, like, how many people do you know, they don't know the facts of anything, but they'll still get pissed off when they hear something, when they know nothing about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, but at like the I same time, I think I do that sometimes. Yeah, but I think that that's you don't think that's stupidity. For no, st- I think for somebody ignorance, like you said, for somebody to just be like, "Oh, I know nothing of this situation, but I'm going to be pissed off." No, I think that's ignorance. Well, I think that's lack of self awareness, first of all. And like, so, well, like I'll be watching, like, uh. Like say like boxing for example, everyone okay. thinks they like know everything about boxing. Like oh well, oh this dude southpaw, this dude <laughs> sucks. Like that, like you'll hear that all the time. And the same thing with like pretty much any sport. Like sure. I mean, you'll talk to our buddies who have played very high level football. Oh yeah, and I still don't even know what gold is when it comes to football. Gold? The fuck do they mean fourth and gold? I didn't even fourth and goal. No. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Still, <laughs> I don't get it. What is the fucking point there? Because <laughs> because there's no first down after that. It's fourth and goal. There's it's not fourth and three. Uh, I don't know. I can't explain it. So see, there yeah. we go. But like what I'm saying is, a lot of people, I think people default to pretending that they know what's going on, and I think it makes people uncomfortable to sit and just be in a mindset of like I'm just going to analyze this and try to learn about it and not be outspoken because I'm uncomfortable and like I want to prove to other people that I know what I'm talking about even though at the end of the day I don't because like I said I've watched like fights with people and I've fought in the past and like been trained and stuff and I'm no expert in any sense but like I know like when someone is like not throwing punches and guy like guys are like playing defense or like they're just trading jabs or like just feeling each other out for the first couple rounds, that's a part of the game of boxing. Sure. And a lot of people will see that and go, "Fucking hit him!" <laughs> you know, you suck. This is stupid. Couple of Nancy boys here. <laughs> yeah, fighting. right. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. Contact. Yeah. So I find myself doing that a lot more. It's like, oh, you have no idea what you're talking about, sure. and then just like. Honestly, 
in like the most cynical like I'm just like I'm just gonna pretend your opinion doesn't exist that's kind of my way of dealing with that I like just am like ugh, no like I'm not like I just have like this switch and it's like okay I'm done listening to anything you have to say about the subject sure so but no I don't think like I said I think a lot of people are ignorant but stupid is like mm, like I mean what's the average IQ level I don't know I don't know either that would probably tell us if people are dumb or <laughs> not, right? but it's average like people are terrified of the census like you're terrified of the census workers fuck off come on <laughs> what do you mean like I, was, I saw this video the other day of like this guy in his apartment and this woman who's got to be like 102 pounds she's got like oval glasses on she looks like a grade school librarian yeah she's wearing the census vest she's like sir how many people live here it's like that's not in the Constitution that I have to uh, answer that question. Yeah. Like, what's your name? Yeah. Where do you live? Oh, you don't like it? Yeah, that's that's a whole... I don't know why anyone would do that. Because if you know what the census is, it's like, oh, well, this is how we're going to get data but and gonna, fix yeah, things. Yeah, but you're going to hate something. Like, that man definitely has no idea what the, what the census is, right? Hopefully so not. So how are you going to hate something when you have no idea what it is? I think a lot is of people do that. Is that stupidity or is that ignorance? I mean, aren't those like kind of synonyms at the end of the day? I don't know. I think people, I'm not going to say majority. I know a lot of smart people, right? But I, I feel like a lot of people are dumb and they're mad about it. <laughs> See, they're but it sounds like you're <laughs> smart and you're mad about it. Maybe. <laughs> I'm convinced I, I'll never be happy with anything. Wow. I feel like Larry David. Okay, yeah. See, but... Yeah, I don't know. Because you said, like, what's the average IQ? But, like, isn't... So, that doesn't mean everyone's dumb. Like, no. if the average IQ is lower than, say, yours <laughs> and mine, hopefully... What if hopefully, it's, like, five? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it's crazy? But, like, that's average, then. And then, like, you're just the guy that's smart and, like, is mad about that's it. That's all. Would you rather be the smartest man in the room or the dumbest man in the room? I don't even know. I'd rather stop thinking about it. But like, I feel like those are both bad. Yeah, absolutely. Options. But at the same time, I think where, like, if you put a math test in front of you and I, like, yeah, I'm probably gonna fail it. Yeah, but like, like, I have you ever heard of the multiple intelligence theory? Um, maybe. It's like my actually in high school, my theology teacher taught us about it is that like uh there's a word for it somebody who's well versed in several different types of several different fields is that it no it's that like an iq isn't like exactly a good representation of intelligence because you know um say you know jackson pollock maybe he wasn't a genius but sure. like artistically he was I got definitely a genius and there's like I think there's like seven or seven or eight I, I don't know he was he just like did Kansas Campbell soup that's that's all that I really Andy know Warhol. Andy Warhol the oh the paint. splatters yeah sorry I got my uh, Andy's mixed up 
One of them was Andy. One of them was Jackson. <laughs> You're right. Okay. So what are here. these books here for, Brendan? I don't. I just, are you tricking just, me? They're just decorations. Good okay. God. Every here. single one of them's hollowed out. <laughs> this, just, oh boy. Howard oh, Gardner. Brother. Howard Gardner proposed this model in his 1983 book, Frames of Mind: The Multiple Theory of Multiple, the Theory of Multiple Intelligences. Gardner proposed eight abilities that held to meet these criteria: musical or rhythmic, visual and spatial, verbal, linguistic, logical, mathematical, bodily and kinesthetic, interpersonal, intrapersonal, and naturalistic. Those are so, the eight different. So you probably say Andy Circus is a genius, kinesthetically. Andy Circus, I don't know who that is. The fucking Planet of the Apes guy, Gollum. Probably body, right? Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Cause yeah, like how smart, like, and of course, like, like you know, David Bowie, like, sure, yeah, he's musical, musically and rhythmically very talented. But like, and what my teacher was saying in high school was like most people have like multiple, but like. It's not like, oh, if you suck at math, you're just dumb. Uh, like, but you know. do you think that a person like David Bowie would, if somebody was talking about a different subject that he wasn't well-versed on, do you think he would get mad about it and like storm out of the room? No. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying when, I, when it comes to people so, yeah. lacking self-awareness. Okay. People, people absolutely, I think people hate to admit that they don't know something. Yeah. Okay. Most people, not but even dumb people or smart people, like most people. I think smart people are probably even worse at it than dumb people. Dumb, quote, dumb people. Okay, maybe it's the reaction to not knowing something that makes you smart or dumb. I don't know. Because at the end of the day, like intelligence, like an IQ is just your ability to like understand concepts like... Yeah, but How I'm, quickly I'm can you, you learn that? Like your reaction to your car breaking down doesn't make you smart or dumb. That just makes you emotional or non-emotional. Maybe. Yeah, you might be right. That's my theory. That's my, my multiple intelligence theory. But yeah, anyway... You're musically and rhythmically inclined, right? Sure. Um, you're in a band. Correct. Motel Breakfast. Correct. <laughs> do you want me to keep going, or do you want to kind of kind of keep going? Um, you write songs for Motel Breakfast. Yes. You guys are coming out with an album. Correct. Can we talk about that? Sure. Okay. Because um, there was some. Uh, I, don't, I didn't know if that was like off limits or not still. Uh, there's currently a single out called My Head, which is going to be the first of three singles. Um, I'm not, we don't have exact dates for the other ones, but uh, they, I don't know, next couple months, they'll both be out. And then the album itself will be out in February. Nice. It's pretty exciting stuff for us, yeah. You guys... <coughs> When did you record that? Um, throughout the summer. We were in Madison for a while. We were in Chicago for a while. Um, we recorded at two different studios. 
We're going to do three. We're going to do a little bit in Milwaukee, but the place ended up not working out or something. So we brought our buddy in, Andy Goitia, who kind of acted as, like, producer. Um, he did a lot of the, like, booking, like, studio time. and Oh, nice. Um, it's n- very nice to have a sixth ear. Cause, right, there's five of us in the band, and he was able to give his opinions, which songs that I've written, like, I'm pretty controlling of. Sure. You know, just because they're kind of personal. And, I'm, you know, Jimmy Dronowski, he's our singer. He's the same exact way, which I wouldn't expect it to be any other way. But, like, the five of us are all very opinionated, right? So somebody might suggest something for one of my songs. I might say, go fuck yourself. I, I mean, does <laughs> everyone, song. does everyone, yeah. Does everyone kind of like respect that? Is that yeah, like, a, it never really comes to that ever. Right. You know, we're all pretty open. Sometimes there'll be something that one of us will find a hill to die on. Be like, no, I'm not, I'm not compromising. On this. <laughs> yeah. That, that happened with everybody. I think at least once you guys are a hard headed bunch, <laughs> but for uh, sure. To have Andy there was was pretty cool because he, and he's very he's he's got his own his own thing going on. He, he goes by Sleeping Gout or I'm sorry Sleepy Gaucho, um, super talented. Like he's got a bunch of music on Spotify and stuff, and uh, so he would hop like we did a couple live recordings. So he would hop behind an instrument, and, you know, he played organ on one because I was playing piano. And we did a live recording, so you can't overdub it. Um, That's insane. Yeah. How many takes do you get? As many as we want to pay for. Are they expensive? It's hourly. I think it was like 60 bucks an hour maybe. Because you have to actually buy the tape. <clears throat> so we could have rented the tape from the studio or buy it. we could have bought the tape, which we did. Because I don't know if we'll keep it. We could always wipe it and use it in the future. Um, yeah, that was the one thing that was that we all liked was we recorded on tape. Right. So there was no Pro Tools. You know, you weren't putting anything into a computer. You pretty much had to. Yeah. So like typically when you record it's it, you, you do like vocals first and like a scratch guitar maybe. And then you'll play it in your headphones and then the drum will lay the drum kit down. And he'll listen to the recording of the vocals. And you just kind of add each part like that. Oh, okay. So, it, but so it's was, not all you guys playing at once. There was one song that we did where it was all us playing at once. So that one, it was like, a, hey, if you if you fuck up or you think you're not going to be happy with it, just stop us right there so we don't waste our time. Um, that one took a while. It took a, several takes. Wow. But, yeah, it was worth it. We're all happy with, with the outcome. The, I'm happy we did it on tape again because we're all incredibly opinionated and fucking not always very rational. <laughs> right. Um, we, if we had Pro Tools, like we would have sat there at the computer for days, just uh, like let's let's cut this <clears throat> nanosecond out so right. it sounds a little tighter. Right. We would have nitpicked everything like crazy. It would have, and then it would have sounded overproduced. You know, it would have sounded, it would have sounded ridiculous. So on tape, you pretty much have to do it in one take. And if you don't like the tape, you're going to redo the whole thing. Unless there's a spot you could cut it and then start from that point. Right. It's always not an option. Um, Well, and you guys are awesome live performers. Like there, I've never been like, there's never been a show that you guys have played that I'm like, it like, oh, they made a mistake there. Like it's. I mean, be, and a lot of that's probably because you guys are f- jamming your faces off. Um, yeah, not as much as we'd like with the 
five people in three cities, but right. Um, I think if we do make mistakes, we're all pretty good at hiding it. Right. Some uh, we played a show up north somewhere. It's called Sleeping Village. Pretty cool venue, and um, for this um, this band that was incredibly bizarre, we opened for them. They like had like homemade instruments. I don't even know what type of music you could even call it. They played it like Coachella and like there was a bunch of like hippies that were there. Yeah, yeah. And it was cool because a bunch of there was like people in like wearing like dream catchers and shit like in the audience <laughs> <laughs> and they were like as earrings. Yeah, and they were like we really uh it was cool seeing you guys. Like you guys were really good. Like we were usually anticipating the opener to be like super shitty. It's like, that was kind of cool. That's very cool. But the guys playing, dude, like one of them held a drumstick up to his cheek and then opened his mouth and just fucking hit it like that into a microphone. It was it was so uh, fucking weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, did it sound like music I or was it just... To it. Yeah. Like, I was outside most of the time, just, you know, on the porch <laughs> talking to people. Like, yeah. I should have gone back in and listened to him. But it was, yeah, it was super strange music. I mean, they had a fan base. You know, they've played legitimate venues. But there was a point when we played where... Um, our bassist made a mistake and he pretty much never makes mistakes and it was a pretty loud mistake <laughs> and I heard it and just lost it like I could not stop laughing that's so funny <laughs> and uh, yeah I mean I don't know I'd rather have fun like that on this stage than you know be worried about a fucking mistake like right could, could you imagine being in a band where like you get off stage and somebody's like, you motherfucker, like you hit the wrong chord. Yeah. You're right. tearing this thing down. Like that'd be ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Cause most people are too busy tripping on Molly to even <laughs> yeah. notice. And it's loud and it's fucking, there's reverb in the place. Right. Like your chances are, you're not going to hear one tiny right. mistake. Unless somebody's playing the wrong goddamn song. And like, even if you do, it's like, Oh, well at like, least we know it's, yeah, yeah, we know it's live. It's like a live performance right now. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I saw. Well, I didn't see. I guess the Black Keys, they had an a studio album before they had ever played a live show. They um, I for, I don't know what their first album was. Their first album was I think the Big Come Up, which I know they recorded in Dan Auerbach's basement. Right. Um, but they th did it on like tape and on like eight track cassettes and like. I don't know how they did it, but yeah, I think they released that before they even played like a live show. That's insane because like you guys were just like bar hopping, like before yeah. you even had your own songs, you yeah. you guys were just a cover band, we were like a cover just band for a very long time, which paid the bills, you know? Right. Cause we, so we've got five songs on Spotify now, which are okay. Like none of us are too attached to them. It was more so like, why? Eh, just because you know so, you could do better? Is there not a, some aspect of like, oh, wow, that's like, those are our first They were songs. written by our guitar player, Mick O'Donnell, and our singer, Jim Dronowski, when they, like, were just doing their own thing. Tracks. Tracks, yes. <laughs> yes. That was before I entered. That was before Drew, our bassist, yes. entered. That was before Jesse, the drummer, entered. So, in a way, it's just kind of like their baby. Like, they had those songs, and they were playing those songs for a very oh, long time. Okay. Oh, and then okay. by the time we hopped in, it was like, hey, why don't you guys try to put your own parts on this? It's like, okay. You know, it, it was none of them are anything we did collectively. Sure. So those two might be kind of 
nostalgic when it comes to them, but uh, the rest of them aren't. Or the, I'm sorry, the rest of us aren't. But we really just wanted those out there, so it was, we could say, hey, we're not a cover band. Right, let's throw some on Spotify. We have five songs on Spotify. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm very excited for your album. Yeah, I mean, the bar hopping, it, it helps, you know, pay for everything. I mean, yeah, I've... <coughs> You tell people what you make at a dive bar, and they they're blown away. But then, and then right. also they're like, "Oh my god!" So you're making like three hundred bucks a head that night, and it's like, "No," because we put it all in a fund and then right. it pays for the recording. And you guys have been very, um, what's the word? Good, yeah. You've been super good about not like. There's not even been like a hey, can we like? Oh yeah, no. None of us have even like. There's never been one time. A, Somebody texted like, "Hey, I could use money." Right, it's never happened. Right, I don't think it ever will. Hopefully, you know this can be monetized in the future. But sure. So I mean, it's just is the bar thing. Is it just going to be, "Hey, we're playing our album now"? Like, is are you guys going to keep playing we'll have, local uh, shows? We're stuff not like going to be playing anything until February. Okay, and we'll have a release show. Um, we'll announce the dates. I I'm not sure what they are off the top of my head, but. Yeah, motel breakfast on all social media. Yeah, um, yeah. So that we'll do one in Madison. You know, that's where our guitar player went to school. That's where our bass player currently goes to school. We'll do one in Milwaukee. We'll do one in Chicago. Um, and it's just going to be we'll play the album like song, like cover to cover. You know, opener to fucking maybe a cover in there, cover song. I'll be at the Chicago one. Sure, I hope so. We'll get, we'll get you a press pass. Nice. Do a couple, a couple behind the stage interviews, maybe. I, I was, uh, I was thinking the other day when I, it was, I think it was, I don't know if you were you you had to have been there, and maybe you weren't, because it was at McNally's. Okay. And I was the, not there. You were. I got there. there after work. Okay. The show was over. But like, I think it was one of like motel breakfast like first like shows and they're like hey like we need someone to help like carry all our gear in and i was i was like quote supposed to like run audio for everything and i was like oh i am so not qualified for this jimmy's like yeah yeah give me give me some more i'm just like okay i don't even think we were 21 at that time no no we had to been like 19 it was a couple years ago (laughs) for sure (laughs) we were probably like 19 and they were probably giving us buckets of beer all night yeah Shout out them. But uh, I was singing the other day about your birthday party when I yeah, that was a nightmare. when I sang Adele. <laughs> yep. That was one of the most embarrassing moments <laughs> of my life. For those who weren't there, and hopefully you weren't, we were, you were playing for your birthday. Motel Breakfast had like a little like showcase, yeah. like just some live music for yeah. Connor's birthday party. At, we were uh, supposed to play for like three hours. Yeah. I ended up. <laughs> yeah getting a little too drunk about, <laughs> about 30 minutes in i said yeah we're gonna call it was that your 21st <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah bad idea i don't know why i ever agreed to fucking play there for my 21st like i think it was 30 minutes in i was like hey we're done it was not a long show at all <laughs> i was like i'm not playing anymore because you were sitting behind a piano and everyone was there to see you for your birthday and you were kind of just like this sucks like i can't i'm like watching that, all the yeah, people was also, you know people were walking up just putting a beer next to me right and just slamming them right <laughs> but we they were like i i always hung out with the motel breakfast boys and they're in chicago and they were like practicing at mix house and uh that was the first time i've ever called them mick by the way 
<laughs> um, but they were like practicing, and I was just like, I, 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 I don't even know how it happened, but I sang like one line of yeah. uh, what was it when we were young yeah, by big, Adele. I'm a big Adele fan, so I, I know most of her songs yes. on piano. And Mike O'Donnell or Mick O'Donnell was like, oh my, he was like, you should sing that tonight. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> like, like an idiot. So learned some of the words, like four lines, and Connor learned like the the keys. And yeah, we, uh, I sang an Adele song in front of about 45 people. Sure. <laughs> and about 20 seconds in, had to pull my phone out and look at the words, and it was a complete you had nightmare. A pretty good voice crack at one point, I remember. It was just terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. Like I said, I like I <laughs> I'm glad that everyone like thought it was a joke yeah. because I was like super nervous and like I was like I got to nail this Adele song. But that was my birthday present to you. So, it at was, least at least that's one a, of the best it, ones I got. It makes for a good story. <laughs> um All right. You want to wrap this this little thing up? Sure. All right. Action. Well, cut. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure talking to you as always. Oh yeah. Stop burning yourself on 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 pipes and whatnot. Oh yeah. Um and yeah. See you guys. All right.